Welcome to Washington's most controversial, the most raw, unfiltered, uncut podcast. Hosted by Seattle-based Commander-in-Chief of Laughter, General Mutombo. Love from Washington State, USA. Ladies and gentlemen, like always, I love bringing you this this phenomenal characters, people, artists who are breaking barriers, breaking like some of the biggest uh, hurdles and just became this enigmas in their line of work. And today, like no other, I'm not here to bamboozle you with, with stuff that you don't believe in. This lady is a personal sister of mine from the neighboring Uganda. I'm from Kenya. Her name is Nansare Consolata. She is the founder of African Print Takeover, a cultural awareness organization which she began and established in 2016. This lady started this movement. I can call it a foundation. I can call it a movement. I can call it a business because she was di- she was not satisfied with the lack of cultural events in the greater Seattle African community. Miss Nansare is a Uganda native who took Mahatma Gandhi's quote you must be the change you wish to see. So today, the African print CEO, the designer, the lady who cooks the best African food, but I'm yet to go to her house. <laughs> Miss Nansare, the one who does not invite me when she's having meetings because she knows my appetite is above the roof. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Miss Nansove. <laughs> How do you pronounce the last name? I don't know, Bute. It's Consolata. Consolata, welcome, welcome to the like show. Like Lady Consolata, the, the Catholic, it's a Catholic name. Ah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Lady Consolata, for joining us. How have you been, man? How are you doing? I am blessed. Thank you. Well, happy, happy Women's Month. As a black woman entrepreneur, we salute you for all your contributions to developing and encouraging young women of color in Seattle. Thank you. Ashe, Ashe, thank you. So, Miss uh, Consolata, can I call you Consolata? You may keep Nasari. Which one do you uh, prefer? We can say Nasari is fine. Let's do Nasari. Miss <laughs> Nasari, can you explain to the audience who you are um, and what you do in your own words? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, as Dubai said, my name is Nasari Consolata. Um, the CEO and founder of African Print Takeover. Uh, what I do is cultural awareness fashion show with an educational piece, um, just educating people on our fabric, our textiles, all that stuff. And also, I sell African print products. Beautiful, beautiful. Let me let me take you back because I, I want people to know uh, where the genius came from. Paint us a picture. How was life in Uganda before you came to America? How was it? Did you live in Kampala? Um, well, I was in Kenya, um, okay. and I came, I was so young, so okay. I don't like, you know, I, I don't have stories to tell, like that many stories to tell. I okay. came here, I was about 10. All right. Yeah. All right. And what was your favorite memories of your first time when you landed in the States? Ah, that's a good one. So <laughs> we, we arrived that night. Um, oh, it was in November. Okay. Uh-huh. We arrived that night. Um, everything was fine. Woke up in the morning and everything was white. That's no. I was like, I've never seen snow in my life. 
who is this they have this saying like in luganda it's like okay. um like ogenda bueru you know it's like uh, you, uh, man i don't know how to explain it you know the translating is 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 not I that don't want to but, talk about it in your language but like i thought you know like i knew we were coming out here in america there was like white people and stuff like that or whatever right so yes. i'm thinking like so everything is white people are white <laughs> like the whole, <laughs> it was right okay yeah but that was like i i mean i guess it was a great memory because i cannot forget that like i literally we woke up in the morning and like okay. when we looked outside like it was snowing and it was like so much i was like how did all that even accumulate overnight because when we arrived there was no snow mm. on the ground but i remember being like super super cold okay. um but yeah so that was my <laughs> that's your first culture shock yeah <laughs> <laughs> when you <laughs> okay and when you arrived uh you came up uh, was this your first landing spot uh, in Seattle Washington or did you move to another state uh, before you came here um yes it, well we were in New York but yeah it was the first part here like we stayed mm. here yeah in Seattle oh that's good good how was Seattle like back in the day compared to how things are right now as a woman of color oh my gosh Seattle I grew up in the central district um, okay. right there where everything happened <laughs> so yeah. it is very like now it's completely different it's so gentrified now like it's you can't even take somebody you know like there used to be this show where these guys like all these artists they go back in their hood and they're like oh this is where this happened and you know yeah. they tell their stories like okay. i can't do that you know like i can only be like yeah so there was a house here there was okay. you know what i mean yes it, it's so different and it just looks so different the energy the feel is very different so yeah i don't know was that was was gentrification already like a thing at that time or it came no, after it was so no 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 i grew up like i saw black people everywhere um you know it just it's very different now is a, a huge mix <laughs> right so now. tell me so tell me something what Um, a lot of people as, as expatriates when we come here we pick different careers like okay this is the easiest way for me to get into the mortgage world this is the easiest way for me to build a big hut back in africa this is the easiest way for me to buy pillows for my short relatives who are using <laughs> uh, tea bags to for, to do pillow fights so what helped you how did you end up styling and getting these fabrics because i know it's not cheap and it's not easy because you have to import them Yeah, so how I even ended up doing fashion, I was in school for um I was in college uh studying for international business degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so I knew I wanted to do something like kind of on an international level. Okay. Um I knew that much. I'm not sure if I saw myself as an entrepreneur. Yes. You know, cuz you know how our parents are is like correct you know go to school get mm-hmm. good grades you're a lawyer doctor engineer you're you know any of those high ranking positions right yes so yes so i was in school for 
business for international business and then like I just noticed you know there was such a lack of unification amongst Africans in general and you know like it just it was bad because the Kenyans are here they do their parties Ugandans are there Nigerians are here like everybody was kind of like just doing their own thing scatter scatter everywhere scattered everywhere and then I'm like man like what if we just had something where we all can come together and just eat dance enjoy fashion and all of that so that's how um my business was born although it started off as a hobby it wasn't anything that I really was like oh I can be making a lot of money in this or anything right um yes so it was just that lack um that that need that I saw and I was like okay well I gotta do something about it and that's how I started off I used to be best of both worlds production and okay. I would just get, um, you know, different people like together, like from all walks of life. It didn't matter if you were African or African-American or Asian or whatever. Like I just wanted people to come together and and experience the African culture and uh-huh. all of that. So through that, I also learned there were so many Africans that didn't even own African clothes. Oh, like okay. that was a thing, and I was so shocked. Like, wait, what? So you know, it's like we come here. I get it. You know, we come here. We're so comfortable. We're adapting to everything here, and we kind of like forget about our roots. Our roots, correct? You know, and um, yeah. But now, like, definitely, there's like such a shift from the time I started doing um, these shows to now it's like everybody's embracing Prince like it's beautiful to see and watch you know and how I um, ended up rebranding from the best of both worlds to African print takeover um, was I did uh, shows for so long um, yes. without really like being compensated how yes. I needed to be compensated work. I realized mm-hmm. um, each year I would do a show I realized you know like it was expensive like it was costing me money it's very costly yes right um, and then I felt bad I'm like man and then I'm not able to um, to pay people like I'm not it, it was just so much like things that I didn't think about like because I went in yes. like oh man I just want to do this for the community but um, anyway I rebranded and decided to like take what I was doing seriously um, so I rebranded I believe in 2017 um, yes. and African Print Takeover is exactly that I just uh, want to take over <laughs> the world like I just want everybody to own like some piece of print like mm, it can you want be, that stamp yes it can be as simple as just earrings like I don't even want people to be decked in in, in African print because I feel like people used to think like oh that was the only way to represent is like 
you have to be all decked out no like the fashion shows that I do is showing you like what you can do and how you can style your pieces you know like it doesn't have to be um all decked out it can be like just a top or just pants or shorts or simple as earrings or you wear like a dope ass outfit and have a, a, a clutch purse or a clutch bag whatever you know that's african print so yes you know like that's really my vision and that's what i'm i hope to achieve is to make sure like everyone not just africans not just african americans but everybody you know has like some piece of africa uh beautiful homes or you know on their bodies whatever thank you so much i like how you put that you you want to you want to live a footprint you want to live something you want them to have a piece of africa every time they leave yes their house. yes Ladies and gentlemen, you don't know who Miss Nsari is. Eh? (laughs) Miss Nsari, the queen herself. The queen herself last year was the best African, was nominated at the African Achievement Awards 2020. She was the winner of the best female fashion house. And not only is she an award winner, the awards are coming, but an award winner. (laughs) Now, Nsari currently sits on the board of Washington State Coalition of African community leaders and is also a cultural ambassador for Umoja Festival. Before I get into into Umoja Festival, <laughs> just, 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 just let me check this. What do you think is your unique skill that has helped you sustain this long life in this type of field that you're in? Because it's tough. I know. I think just passion, like just knowing that, you know, when I started, it wasn't one of those, like, you know, when you start a business, you're like, oh, like, this has to work. Like, this is my life. You know, like, you put your all in, like, in that business. I love that for me. Like, I just started off as a passion, you know, as a hobby. Like, I'm just, like, I'm enjoying it. I was having fun. And I feel like I've ta- I've been able to take that with me, like, all these years is being able to have people like to have models like come in that work with me you know get glammed up and enjoy themselves like I always tell them you know like when you're on that runway like I want you yes we're uh, modeling clothes and stuff like that but I also want you to have fun I want Mm. you to bring in your your like energy your vibes like I want you to be you on that stage you know what I mean so I'm proud of that because I've been able to you know sustain myself I feel um, like that's one way that um, I've been able to kind of keep to keep up with everything and then you know when things get crazy and and whatever have you like I always have have that to hold on to like I know when I walk away from an event like okay we're done with the event it's over the models are happy people enjoyed it the people that came to see the show they're happy they enjoyed it like that's what fulfills me is just knowing that people you know throughout like enjoyed the whole process one and the whole production was um well put together and stuff Mm -hmm. and people actually enjoyed 
the you know the the cultural experience through fashion love it love it love how you're putting it hey that's sorry the english <laughs> you're spitting today hey professor anyway i love my sister you don't know what my sister does. Nansari has produced many fashion shows. I'm telling you in the greater Seattle metropolitan area, she has done the Seattle Central Spring Bling Festival, Sandiata, Mwangaza Jitegeme Foundation, Ibo Day Celebration, Madaraka Festival, Spirit of Africa amongst many 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 others. I want to ask you something. What's your favorite memory related to Umoja Festival? Oh my gosh. I think with Umoja Fest, the fact that like I literally remember like being a child. Yes. And and um like back in the day we uh, man who was leading it? I think it was uh, Mary. Okay. Agua like but like I just remember being a child and being a part of Umoja Fest. You yes. know what I mean? Like Correct. we used to walk like in the parade like the festival used to be super huge it's a Umoja Fest for those that don't know is a black festival it is like 60 plus years um running and stuff so it's a very big thing um with Thank you African. for letting me host it. <laughs> yeah man. Thank yeah, you so a, much. Uh a big a big festival in the African American community and we've been able to you know collaborate and kind of merge and and you know i've been able to bring the afrobeat and culture stage there uh these past uh, few years but um yeah back to my memory like i i was young you know and we were like walking the parade holding our flags like back then like we'll have like all the flags of africa like um, africa the countries and Con- yes <clears throat> and um Yeah, we used to march in the parade and like I just remember that and then from the time I did that and then how I I got involved I was working with Adefua Culture Center yes. um they do uh performances like dance and 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 they had like students and stuff so I was volunteer like I was working with them and then somehow they collaborated with the Moja Fest Correct. And that's how I started getting involved back in the day. Um I started off volunteering, you know, like I would um put together the dance competition, um volunteered on like, you know, just different capacities within the organization. And then now I'm I do the Afrobeat and like I have my own stage now, which is, you know, super amazing. Then you've earned it. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But yeah, it's a... been a journey. It's been great. Like I have no regrets. I love what I do. And uh, you've worked with a lot of foundations. You've worked with One Vibe, you've partnered with Washington State. Uh what what goes uh what kind of like criteria do you do you go through before you work with a, a partner with a foundation or or, or try to co sign for um, a business? What what kind of criteria um... do you look for? Um I for me I I think the important thing is just making sure that we're in alignment with each other. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The vision yes. is the same um or you know something that I'm you know that I can see and support and know that you know I can brag about 
uh, one vibe. I can brag about Spirit of Africa or Moja Fest. Or, you know what I mean? Like, if I, I know, like, okay, this is a genuine company or organization that's doing great work that, yes. you know, that I'm able to put my name on. Um, I think that's what really brings, that really us, goes into brings it. us together and, and yeah. Uh, I, I like that. So I'm going to take you off the serious questions. I don't want to make it feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you a cross-examination. Let me ask you fun questions. Uh, you love cooking. Where did your passion for African cuisine begin? And I say this, you have a lot of, uh, uh, um, what's it called, land to the table, farm to table things. You don't go, eh? I don't see any, I, I've never seen you post anything from the Winkle side of say, things where I shop. So how do what you do cook mean? like this? How do you cook? cook? Where, where is your influence for African cuisine from? Oh my God. So like grow, just growing up here, like I yes. feel like... I feel like for me, there was a point in my life where I was, I realized like I intentionally, I mean, not like intentionally, but like I, every here and there, like a person has to like step back and look at themselves. You know what I mean? Yes. And for me, I realized like, man, I was kind of like losing myself in the culture here. Yes. Since I grew up here, obviously I'm in the school system. I'm, you know, hanging out with the wrong people. I'm doing yes. things. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So just that part of growth. Yeah. Just <laughs> without saying too much. Yeah, but, we don't uh, do too much. Fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, it was just like um, I wanted to 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 know how to cook one, and I wanted to be able to. Um, feed my future family like I believe it's important to be able to you know to take care of your people and not survive on McDonald's and noodles even though Absolutely. like I love Top Ramen still today I don't care what nobody <laughs> says <laughs> I, that's the gorilla glue of the belly <laughs> yeah but like I don't know with the food really it's just it, it, it's just like in you you know either you love to cook or you don't you know, yes. and for me, I love getting in the kitchen. I love experimenting with seasonings and stuff like that. Like when I'll go out to eat, when I go out to eat, like, you know, as I'm eating, I'm like trying to taste like, oh, okay, what flavor is this? Oh, I'm, there's like lemongrass in here. Oh, I can taste the curry or whatever, you know, and then like I'll go home and try to make that same dish, you know? So yes. that's kind of how... Um, I I learned um, it's just basically teaching myself and just getting in the kitchen. There's no better way to do it than doing it, really. So I love it, love yeah. it. I know you're you're a woman of color like myself, but I have more color. I'm invisible in the dark. <laughs> but Miss Nansari, you're a black woman black yes. african woman black entrepreneur you're a black mother black partner i want to understand how do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of a thing on top of things like a woman of color like i know it's challenging out here there's a lot of primal hate for any type of progress from some other parts how do you continue to reassure yourself and keep the your why as your why well i i have a child Hey, Olivia. Yeah. And uh -huh. you know, like she 
like whatever I do, I have to make life better for her. For her. Easier、yeah. for her than I had it, right? So、yes. it's, you know, she's a big part of my why. It's just, man, you know, making sure that like、um, I'm progressing in life. I'm, I'm, you know, you never stop learning, really. That's, that's my thing. So、okay. even when you think you know it all, there's always something that you. You can learn that you can pick up and stuff like that. So I, I think, yeah. That's important. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's, that's important right there. I'm going to take you off the serious questions again and ask you what's your favorite drink? Like if I was to take you to Vegas the way you leave me here <laughs> with the fellow friends and you go to the desert and leave me here. I want to go to the desert too. I think I want to take pictures. Where's Mike? But <laughs> what's your favorite drink if me, Mike, and all your friends? Go to a bar、oh, and want to order an alcoholic beverage. Yes, it、um, can be, it can be, it can be juice, it can be Kool Aid if that's what you like. <laughs> okay, well, I i drink hot water, I love hot water. I know I've、okay. tried this before. I can't、okay. go to the bar and ask for hot water, they look at me crazy. So, <laughs> I <laughs> so I would probably say like a lemon drop, okay, or a margarita. Lemon drop and margarita, ladies and gentlemen. If you're upset, <laughs> Nansari, you already know this. I've given you a secret. All right, if you are a type of food, like a food, like you know, me, if I, if I was a type of food, I want to be I want to be a lemon so that not everybody can taste me. What kind of food would you be? Oh, gosh, oh, dang, I would be chapati. <laughs> ah, chapati is nice, sugar, no sugar. Well, you know, you have to balance them, you have to add sugar and salt. salt. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Chapati is good. You're a very good chapati maker. You're one of the first people I've seen actually make circular chapatis. You know, chapatis that are not round give me trauma. Oh my God. Never... It took a long time. Like, <laughs> trust me, a lot of the things、uh, that people see or people enjoy now, like they come and they eat, I've literally、okay. worked hard on perfecting it. Like, even my sambusa game, like, I remember when I was just. Learning and and wrapping the sambusa so wrong, messing、okay. up on on what I was putting in the the, the mixed meat. I、yes. mean, literally practice. There's some foods that are, are very simple, but like these African dishes, like yes, if you mess up and put one extra thing wrong, like it's gonna change the flavor. It's gonna change everything. So. Man, it's it's rough, but like, yeah, it just it takes time and practice. That's why I'm like, if you really want to know how to cook, you just have to get in the kitchen and make a lot of mistakes, and that's how success happens, right? Is that's it,、know? that's it. you have to learn as you failing, go, failing, failing, failing,、yes. failing, and then one day you get it. <laughs> You recently went uh, uh, took a trip to,、uh, you take a lot of trips,、uh, but you recently took a trip to Africa. How was that going back home in getting in touch, in tune with the people, the, the culture? How, how did that like change or like, like affect, amplify you or any, any type、um, of feeling that you had? How did that do to you? I don't know. For me, you know, I'm like so in touch, you know, with my people, with my roots、okay. and stuff like that. So I don't think like when I go back, it's like, Some like、oh, moments, you know what I'm、yes. saying? But like, I、yes. love when, the, you know, because I go back and forth a lot. So I love taking people with me to、yes. experience it. 
you know like people that have never been like you know it's, it's i remember we went to ghana and stuff it was the same yes. year for the year of the return and stuff but um yeah i went that same year but i wasn't there for the afrochella event but oh, okay. you know i took um two of my friends with me i opened it up to anyone that wanted to go there was like i think yes. seven people that wanted to go but between getting shots getting passports and all this stuff or whatever two of my friends ended up um making it out of the seven but um i just think it's meant like you can vacation in africa like people don't even know and understand like whatever you can find in mexico in hawaii or wherever like you literally can find it on on the continent you know beautiful you yes just, you, you just have to like look up spots and know like where to go and stuff where But to go i i just love i'm like every time i'm back home whether it's in uganda or kenya or ghana i i was just in senegal like five months ago and stuff yes. like that but like it's just it's so beautiful like i feel at home i don't usually want to leave like it's just it's magical you know it's I amazing love it, love it. So, pure energy yeah yes. i love it so i just love taking people along with me on the journey teaching them about the culture they you know learn about the foods and eat different type of foods like man just live the life you know go to the clubs and just stress free on the beach like whatever thank you that's 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 dope and i love that you share these experiences you make sure you go live show us oh yeah look what you're missing you show us i love it love it you love know it. for me like i always my motto is you know like if i if if, if i'm eating good you're yes. eating good everybody's eating good around me you know what i'm saying so i don't like yes. to not share anything that's good you know and correct you get what i'm saying like i love to share so If I find something like oh I found some gold here I'm going to tell yes. you about it so you can go and man we can make a trip and go dig for some gold together you know Absolutely so, yes that's how that's how I live my life that's my motto if I'm eating you're I remember I remember when I met you uh I was introduced to you uh by a friend of mine uh you had a you had a a, a pageant right on 2018 right I think around summer A what Uh you had a pageant you were hosting you were planning the Omoja festival uh-huh. and uh, I modeled for one of your uh, festivals remember oh, when yeah, we met yeah. mm-hmm. I gave you so much trouble at the beginning because I was not cooperating <laughs> At that time at that time you know the thing you didn't know Nansari was I was uh, I was uh, running my restaurant in Federal Way at that time so I had to leave all the employees at all times to come up to the practice at all oh. times <laughs> It was really tough at that time but I met amazing people I met you I met Rukio I met Cindy amazing people you've worked with and I, and you work with a lot of amazing people I see you work with freelancing you work with Mike what are some of the best memories you've had with uh photography with uh, uh just marketing your brand uh through your collaborations with uh, freelancing and Michael um i think just the fact that i we get to be creative 
and bring yes. that creative energy, the thoughts, like you know, like I can have a vision and then somebody can come and be like, "Oh, I love that. What if we added this or did it this way or that?" You know, like just that unification in the collaborations and stuff. I yes. think that's dope. Like working with, you know, different people and all of yes. us like kind of bringing our expertise together. Yes. Is um Oof, sorry. Trying to walk away from folks talking. But yeah, um I think that's you know for me like something that I can say like I'm proud of is just every time you meet different people, every time you work with, you know, somebody is like there's always something that you can learn that you pick up that you know like the project is always dope cuz you just dealing with positive people that are, and i know? appreciate i like i like that energy of keeping people positive around you i know you're a busy lady but i have like two questions uh, more then uh we'll do this again cuz i want you to visit often i want you to come to uh, for the sure podcast for sure i'm down so I have first question if you had a million dollars right now for your brand i go and uh, and i take uh i talk to bill gates or one of one of his neighbors and he gives me a million dollars for you what would you do with it how would you spend you it so the million dollars is for his business not personal ah uh, yes it has to be business nobody will give us money for personal it has to be for your brand <laughs> Man. okay so if it's for my brand definitely I uh, I would perfect my packaging how how okay. people you know receive the the inventory I would definitely have boutiques um in different places what else Yeah and I would <laughs> go, go way, back congr- home and, and and you know connect connect with different designers and stuff like that and just man make some dope shit networking heavy yes now if you had a billboard close to renton a billboard right there on <laughs> where do you get your on 154 no only you can just put it downtown seattle i want to seattle but seattle nobody looks at the billboards people are busy let's go to rental exit 154b there's a billboard there it's about you first tell me what you want the billboard to to show then then you have to tell me why you want people to read that um african print takeover the logo okay hello, hello. <laughs> uh-huh. the logo okay. and the website where to get some dope ass stuff and then you know okay. we will have like a dope image too of like just different um different models rocking some dope ass shit and yeah yes Oh, that's guys. I, I love it. I love it. I want to I'll be driving through that billboard even if it's not my ex. I'll just exit look at it come back. Exit look at it come back. Now, for somebody because there are a lot of young a lot, lot of young entrepreneurs, a lot, lot of young immigrants who are listening to you, people of color, mm-hmm. uh for somebody who's going to start out just like you started out. What advice would you give them? Oh my gosh. So, what I didn't have is mentorship. I value okay. mentorship so much now because like what did I do without it before? I failed a lot, right? So mm, I yes. think it's important to have somebody 
um, you know, like to have a mentor, somebody, it can be a mentor for life, business, like, you know, literally anything, you know, just to have somebody to be able to kind of check in with, like, hey, you know, I was thinking of, of buying a car or, you know, like, man, just, I don't know, I would advise them to have a mentor, have somebody they can trust, somebody they can run some ideas past and, you know, have that feedback, you know, that second opinion on things. Yes. I think that's so important because we oftentimes, like, you know, people want to do things on their own or think, like, you can, like, survive on your own and stuff like that. But trust me, even all these um, players, football players, basketball, whatever, they all have mentors. Correct. (laughs) They all have mentors. So They need somebody, yes. We have to to remember that like every you know Uh, all these guys if they have mentors why why can't we and why why can't we absolutely like you know you think of it if they have a mentor i'm like oh okay why is a mentor so important that you have one you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna get one i love it and this is a bonus question i wasn't planning on asking it but this mentors you're talking about who are some of the you can name drop if you want to who are some of the people who have really shaped how you think and how you you view your brand for the future who are some of the people who have influenced you here in washington or outside oh my gosh um i would say uh, karen she karen okonkwa she's a serial entrepreneur she's hella dope with everything she does and just watching her like in action like working on projects doing speaking engagements and all of that stuff like it's so inspiring and um Keisha Credit if you don't know her please look her up um she's dope as hell like (laughs) I literally live for her post all the time she has um okay you know business bestie courses that she also teaches and stuff just about you know entrepreneurship and like you know if you're um starting out or even you already have a business and stuff like that and just so much wisdom like and she's young too you know but she's just she's dope as hell so that's just a few of the people i would say that you know inspire me I'm thankful, thankful. Maybe. I remember I met her Konko too. Uh, Konko, I, saw, I think I saw also her TED talk. That was pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty brilliant. I, I love yeah. that. But thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, thank you, you for, for uh, giving me. us this time. Yes, and I just all I need is an address and the day you're cooking again because <laughs> I'm starving. And that is all. And that is it. So I can eat round chapatis and cure my trauma because mental health is important. Yes, yes. <laughs> but thank you again. Thank you for all the love I get from your family, from Raul, from Olivia. Oh, I look forward you. to seeing you guys soon. And uh, and let me know how my uh, platform can help you push if you have a, a future event. Yeah, we can do sure. another. I yeah. appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Where can people find you though? Online. Where can they Google you? Hello, 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 Peace. ladies and gentlemen. We have no sorry <laughs> back. Let's continue. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You, well, you were asking me something. Yes. Where can my listeners, if they want to plug in, support you, uh, maybe just send something to support uh, your business in terms of finance? How, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Um, so Instagram, Facebook, all the social media handles at African Print Takeover. 
um, also the website um, africanprinttakeover.com yes um, we have some um, new inventory coming up I just finished a photo shoot on Saturday so you know we'll have more stuff for um, people yes. pretty soon here on the website okay yeah. all right I look forward to sharing this I'll put up uh, ladies and gentlemen I'll put this at the base of the description so if you want to go and support and check out how amazing work please do thank you so much Nansari again for your time today it's been amazing thank you thank you have a good evening you as well all right peace
Thank you for tuning in to the show. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir.